Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another glorious episode of Public Showering, the comp specials. And this week, I've got a very magical guest. I'm so excited. I'm going to be doing some presenting with them very, very soon. And her name is Bex Sita. Hello, my darling. Hello. <laughs> Straight in with a sexy voice. Love it. Great. Hello. It's lovely to be here in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I was imagining that, that, that an animal was talking, I've suddenly got a very sexy Disney cat walking down Ooh, a beautiful like hall. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of going for the like caramel bunny, but yeah. No. Sexy cat, very much. Sexy funny. cat, very sexy cat, black, green eyes, like super amazing. That's literally <laughs> the image I got with that. Incredible. I'm good with this. In your shower, yeah. Good. In the shower. <laughs> I mean, some people's cats do uh, gate crash their showers. But anyway, right, let's <laughs> let's continue. So today I want to talk so many things, but mostly about because Bexita is going to be <laughs> accidentally my new mentor for being a compare for the first time. <laughs> That's epic. This is great. I don't think I've ever been anyone's mentor other than for doing tequila shots. So this is good. I'm going to mentor you for something non-alcoholic. Straight up, I don't need any mentoring in that. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. No, oh let's not God. go there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first of all, just because I already brought this up in our sort of pre-interview for a hot second, I only know you as Bexita because why would yes. I know you as anything else? And. I'm just already smiling, just even... Anyway, just just for our friends out there in the public showering domain, what's your full name, Bexita? My full name is Ang Harrod Nicola Jane Beckett Ackland. That it's is so posh, much. Isn't it? it is sounds really posh. Sounds so well posh. It is like proper though. It's like it sounds super well posh. posh. <laughs> Why do you have like seven names though? <laughs> okay, so Ang Harrod is my. Um, I'm actually half Welsh. Wow. Okay. Sorry to, sorry to reveal that, that is burst of bubble. Um, I'm like you are like the most South voice I've ever spoken I to. Know. Probably showering. <laughs> oh no, I can do a really good Welsh accent. Oh. <gasps> So, yeah, so Ang Harrod is Welsh for darling, so that's my name. Oh, then, no way! Um, mm, yeah, my darling. Uh, and then Nicola Jane, my middle name, Beckett was my name before I got married. Um, and obviously, as you can understand, Ang Harrod is a bit of a mouthful. Um, so when I was at school, it was just a very much... Like, I was school in South London, so it was very much a uh, surname-type place. Oi, Beckett! Oh, really? Um, so Beckett just kind of came my name. Um, that just got eventually shortened to Bex over the years. And then when I was at university, I did a philosophy course called Ideas in the Arts, Whoa. which is about philosophies behind various different pieces of art, whether that was literature, um, painting, sculptures, music. And so when I did my essays or my pieces uh, of coursework, I would put Bex, my name, and then I put IITA, which stood for Ideas in the Arts. And so it came up on all my essay titles as Bexita. And people just thought this was quite funny and started using it as a, as a nickname and going, ah, Bexita. <laughs> um, and it kind of stuck. 
So no way. Yeah, so it was never anything that I kind of set out to choose. Like, I need a fake name. What am I going to be? <laughs> um, it just kind of happened. And then I realised that more people were calling me Bexita than, than Bex or anything else. And I just kind of went with it. And now it's, now it's my name. <laughs> That's amazing that was absolutely not even close to what i expected like anyway that's i'm not just what you were going for no anyway i'm just so excited that you have an arts degree like that's just something i wasn't expecting and that just makes me very uh, well, my, happy. my degree is in english and american literature so this was like a little extra bit that i did oh my what that's awesome that's so cool <laughs> i'm like you sound like you sound like you're dead clever <laughs> i'm well clever in it <laughs> oh but i just oh wow okay that's that's a great way to get your name though like my my actual real name i'm not going to say my real name because i like the fact that no one really oh, no you have really to now it. now we're sharing mine's to. really dull though i guess it's a bit sweet but it's just like uh, well my, my actual name is sophie robinson which is just a bit bank manager and i don't oh. like it that much i know it's a bit like i don't know well, no, plus I like robinson because it because it's mrs robinson in the graduate and i always thought oh i'd, I'd quite like to marry someone called robinson <laughs> mrs robinson it was either that or cobain that's the only oh very like. good very I good. quite like that now. If if I was to change my name, I would I think choose Cobain because I quite like that. And I'd go, uh, yes, it's Cobain. Would you and just add it on to all the other stuff as well, so your name just gets one name longer? Yes, and Harold, Nicola, Jane, Beckett, Acton, Cobain. Wow, <laughs> you said oh, it sounds better. It sounds better. How did we get? What? I'm do it. I'm doing it. I'm having it. That's and sick. I quite like that because I'd book a table in a restaurant or something, and they'd be like, <gasps> "Are you related to Kurt Cobain?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, he's my cousin." On the um, yeah. <laughs> he isn't, by the way. I wish he was, but he isn't. Just an extra bit of Bexley to uh, life story there. <laughs> but no, I, I, my, my, my story is a lot less interesting. But it was when I was at, when I was at art school. Uh, no, I'm kidding. When I was when I was at dance school, though, like it's normal for most performers to have a stage name and a real mm. name. And if you sign up to Equity, which is the uh, performers' union, you have to have mm. a name that no one else has. Yes. And Sophie Robinson already existed. But anyway, I didn't really want it. So then I went through the list of like, okay, what can I change my name to? And I wanted to be like significant so mm. it was always going to be like i thought first of my nana's name which was england which was so cool but then it'd be yeah. like sophie england is not easy to say and it it's not as cute sophie whereas england yeah, yeah sophie england she was called audrey england which somehow is so badass for like an old school name somehow yeah. in my mind <laughs> audrey england but i was like i'm not rock and roll enough to be called audrey and actually i make that sound good then my dad's middle name was stewart so sophie stewart sounded cool for a hot second but then i thought i sounded a bit like a royal somebody like one of the stewards yeah, so I was like no <laughs> yeah and then the only other name I could think of was my brother's actual first name which is Duncan like and when we were kids you know when you just get because you're you know the the, the, the kids you, it's always Sophie and Duncan like oh yeah Sophie and Duncan are coming and so you know when even though mm. we were two kids it's just you come as the, the two and I said Sophie Duncan to myself once and I was like hmm that works actually works and you can't yeah. ruin duncan like there's no way like and i lived in asia for a bit and like you know if you have a comp like complex second name it's hard to say but dun can you can't fuck that you up can't guess that can't get that wrong no it's spelled have, really have easy. you ever looked up sophie robinson is she, is she as in like an actual know? person yeah. Well, bizarrely, she's successful. My... <laughs> she's doing amazing things. Or I've seen various Sophie Robinsons exist as like production directors on TV. Sometimes you'll see a Sophie Robinson. It seems to be quite a common TV name somehow. Mm. Uh, and Sophie Robinson, the actor, I have no idea. Don't know what she's doing. I hope she's doing magically well. 
don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, and that's it. So it's not quite as um, majestic and exciting as your name, but it's just Sophie Duncan. <laughs> it's where it is now. And I just like it. And I've been like that since uh, I was 22. I'm just called So Duncan. Like, that's just and, that's, that's how I always knew you on, on your Instagram. Is up, so Duncan. I mean, you get that, don't you, in, in the poll world, that you just start to only know people by their Instagram handle and their <laughs> profile picture. And then you meet them in real life. And you're like, I don't recognise you because you're. I don't know what your real name is. On. Yes. <laughs> it's also like set behind you. No, and it's also like you know when you know people's dogs and you have no idea who the owner's called. I feel like it's the same. <laughs> I mean, we had this so much during lockdown, didn't we? Because we were seeing everybody's um, at home videos, mm. and suddenly I think, oh, I know, I know exactly what dogs she's got. What <laughs> the kitchen looks like. I know what her... Uh, that one's got a pole in the garden. There's quite a few people there now that I think, I know what your house looks like. It's weird though, isn't it? It's weird to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, I'm like i living for everyone, like doing all their pole lives everywhere. And I love... I mean, like, pole laws is still one of my favourite Instagrams. I love it when people smash their televisions. It's just wonderful to watch. <laughs> but I'm also like, it is weird that I know the inside of people's houses and I don't actually yeah. know their real names, but I know their Instagram names and the inside of their house. What? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know their decor. Yeah. I know! Right, anyway, we could go on a tangent for a long time. But mm. So, first of all, you're going to tell me what are the key things about being a host. Because, of course, public showering is my baby, and I love speaking behind a mic. I love being a radio presenter. I can stand in front of a crowd and say stuff. But, but now we're bringing host, you out. Ooh. 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 Right. Okay, well, it's, it, it's not easy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you, there's kind of a, you're, you're on stage. Like when I did, um, pole theater over two days, it was 16 hours. Oh my That's Lord. a long time to be doing any job. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, whatever it is. Um, but like, I honestly, I got myself into such a state of like adrenaline because you're literally on stage and you're having to be like, hi everybody, this is what's going on. And you have to know exactly what's happening and are you running to time and what's going on and who's got props and who's changing their poles. And, um, I, I think I just got myself into such a state of, of like adrenaline and coffee. Um, I didn't sleep for like two days oh my heart true. Just, just got absolutely psyched up but it's it's fantastic so um it's always really hard starting the show because you're there and you're ready and you've got your gown and your shoes and your mic and oh my god i've got to get an outfit haven't i don't yeah man oh shit um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to like people are just sitting there having a nice little chat and a drink and you literally have to kind of like shuffle out on stage and go like hello <laughs> hello everybody <laughs> stop talking i'm here now um wait so do you, you not get some like cute entrance music like in my mind like and if this isn't happening i'm gonna walk on with a boombox mate because i'm like i want this. a big entrance like, yeah i need sound to, i have done this so what we've started doing now is doing like a video of the sponsors rather than oh, the bit, cute. okay because everybody hates it when you're in a show and you're like it's time to meet our sponsors and, um <laughs> today this is brought to you by um maybe we should do that though because both of us clearly love doing voices maybe we should actually be the voice of the sponsors we have to just do them in different accents how many accents do you think you know oh. um <laughs> Well, I mean, this is the... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> wow, this is fun. Let's go here. It okay, might, this is it, something we're doing. It might the, the be culturally comp. insensitive, I think, to maybe attempt accents for fun, entertainment purposes. So maybe not. Um, but what I've learned now to start the show, I literally have to just sort of stride out and be like, "Hey, <laughs> let's go." Um, otherwise, yeah, it can be a bit of a damp squib. So you literally have to just kind of go right. We're starting, and don't think about it. Just go and get started. Um, to be fair, that is the, the same as like most of all the comp- competitors. I'm sure they're not yeah, going to like. Yeah, you can't half-ass it, can you? You've got to just. No, like, oh god, no. I'm here. <laughs> and much like when you compete or perform, you can be nervous, but the minute you start, you're fine. Yeah. So the minute I'm out there um, and I've got started and I'm talking, then it's fine. And because it's. Um, so much to think about like oh I've got to read this person then I've got to go off stage and I always miss the first couple of minutes of any performance because I'm like right checking the time because you yep. get literally a time run down to the minute and yeah oh, like, okay and I, I click on my phone so I can see the time and I okay I'm on time then I'm looking at who's next um how they're having the polls up so I might talk to the poll cleaners or the stage managers to be like mm-hmm. okay do they have any props that are coming on? Do they need the poles gripped? Um, if so, I need to talk a bit longer. Oh, if they're okay. like, oh, no, we're not changing the poles over and they just need them wiped and there's no props. Um, and then there's always somebody that at the last minute in their routine will set off a massive glitter cannon and oh, you're like, Lord, shit. Because <laughs> now I've got to talk for five minutes while this will get swept off. Glitter. Oh my God. For all performers yeah. in the world. Just so you know, everyone just hates don't. you if you have glitter. <laughs> everyone. I am telling yeah, you now. You know what? I do it in every performance. I've always <gasps> got a massive glitter gun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sauce. Um, or feathers or uh, food, milk, or any of any of that. Especially in sexy performance. So if you're doing like um, pole classique or Mm-hmm. It's filthy or something. There's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, I'm going to smash this pie and roll around," and, and you're like, "Great!" Uh-huh. No, but I somehow like food, you just get the fairy liquid out and you sort it. The, the thing about glitter is it lasts forever. Yeah. It lasts. And there was forever. a stage. There was somebody did it at um, Exotic Generation, and they were like the you know when you let a, the the cannon thing off and they're like strips almost of like foil oh and yes. they just they just stuck to the stage and no matter how much you swept it they were just not moving and you're just like oh god help me i'm gonna have to you know talk for 10 minutes and so obviously you have all that stuff prepped and yeah and ready course. um and hopefully it's kind of quite seamless you, you hopefully you don't look like oh god Bex is having to make some stuff up here. Um, <laughs> so you have to just be prepared for things. And, and um, we were having a, a brief conversation earlier about our comparing. Uh, sometimes they'll just suddenly appear and say, uh, can you feel time, please? Because um, the pole's stuck or we've had a technical error or yeah. the music won't play. And you have to just be like, OK, cool, and do something that you know you can stop at any time. Yeah. So you're, you're not going to start telling a long anecdote and then halfway through they go, oh, we're fine, we can carry on. And you're like, oh, screw the anecdote. You have to find something that you can do that you can do for maybe 10 minutes. But yeah. if after a minute they come up to you and say, okay, carry on the show, you go, okay, cool, thank you very much for coming up here and, you know, let me embarrass you. It's always good to bring people up from the from the, the crowd yeah. to be embarrassed for our entertainment. Oh, that's but generally, awesome, I like to 
yeah, I kind of like to clear it with them first because I don't think it's really fair. To yeah, go, yo, yeah, it's true actually because in my experience and then spank of like someone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, any, anyway, poll competitions are a whole different it's level of consent performance. Consent is key. We love yeah. a bit of consent. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I think, although I think we are super rowdy in poll comps because that's what we are, but it is, generally speaking, it's a load of, a load of girls and we're kind of ready to rock and roll. But, mm. like, it is a bit of a funny world because I've, in shows, I've been a performer on, but luckily not the person that has to deal with the person, the human. Like, <laughs> there's, you never really know what an audience member is going to do. And I've always seen, luckily, in any mm. poll comp, everyone already knows the rules. Because I think people like you, Bexita, or any other compare that I've seen, that you, you ooze this confidence that the public will only ever listen to what you're going to do. Because if, you, if they don't, it could go sideways. Whereas somehow well, in real nice life, because I don't always feel like that. Do you know? Um, oh my god! I no, think I think in, in reality it's not like that. I've seen like public; they feel like they really want to get one up on the performer, and they do things you mm. don't expect. Like I've been chased off stage before, you know, genuinely. Well, I mean, this is the thing: if you're ever brought up on stage, please don't try to be funny or yeah, clever, no, because you know you're your host will be thinking like I just kind of need you to come up here and, and do this funny little skit with me whereas if you try and disrail it by is that a, a word um yeah derail it by derail. trying I, I believe in it it was all right <laughs> by trying to do something funny or witty it's kind of like you're 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 kind of you, <laughs> you look know. a bit shit don't you they end up looking you're, really stupid well <laughs> I mean let's be nice to, to them but yeah generally oh you're nicer than me Bexita <laughs> yeah just 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 come up here and like you know help me fill time rather than trying to um make things go wrong yeah maybe like, I mean I like it when the audience drinks not gonna lie I mean um it's always good when they've had a I mean and even a small drink makes such a difference if you're yeah. hosting and then you do right this is the interval come back in half an hour mm. literally half an hour later they might have only had one drink they come back it's a completely different crowd everyone's really you can really, really notice like, the difference Woo, yeah everyone's really loosened up everybody's like <laughs> loud and then if it goes into the evening and everybody's pissed as farts <laughs> then sometimes you have to rein it back in a little yeah. bit because you think oh everyone is um you know got loud and leery and you you still have to bear in mind that no matter what happens mm. the people who are performing every single one of those people i mean obviously you know what it's like we all know ourselves um months of work has gone into that months of effort blood sweat and tears yeah. and they've and the whole amount of work and I, I just think even if you've only come to see your mate mm. Um, please watch everybody and respect yeah. everybody's performance because it's really hard to get up there and do it. And even if it's an amateur comp and you're just there because your mate from work is doing it and you've gone, yeah, I'm going to go to a pole competition. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, like everybody up there really deserves their five minutes and Absolutely. don't talk through their performance. Like certainly obviously don't talk through their performance, but don't talk through their bio or their intro either. Not just because yeah. I'm, I'm speaking and I don't want you talking when I'm <laughs> thinking, um, but like really listen. And yeah. there's certain competitions as well where people are often telling quite a heartfelt story. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're doing um, pole drama, just at the top of my head, in pole theatre um, or pole art or many competitions, people are like, this is about 
a genuine story that's happened to them yeah. or about you know something that's really important and you think look I know you're here just to have a, a nice time but can you just listen to what yeah. this person has to say because you know so so I, it's that it's that fine line where you really want to g the crowd up and get everyone excited and woo mm. and, and shouting and whooping and hollering but then like not that much <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you made me think actually, like, because um, for me, I've I've always hated the bios because I'm not really someone that like I like people to know what I've done and everything like that. But I think especially in the mm. last couple of comps I've done, I've made the, the bio work for the piece rather than tell everyone about me. Because I mean, whatever. Mm. If you want to know about me, go on my Instagram, go on my website. Like, you can check me out. But like, I remember for my last piece, the um, Paul Theatre one, I actually gave mm. you like a stage note of like, read this like it's a yes. promotion. <laughs> Like, yeah, I remember. It was like, do it in a... I think you actually put, like, do it in, like, a David Dickinson voice. Yeah, I said something like and a really like, cheesy welcome. commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was like, welcome to the uh, Heartbreak yeah. Hotel. Welcome like, to the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> like, yeah. I just I really like that. I, I like it when competitors give me, um, you know, can you read... Somebody else I remember at... I, I think it might have been X Generation... Um, was like read it out like a boxing commentator, you know, in the blue corner. Oh, nice. I quite like that because I do think that the intro and um, the story about your performance is part of your performance. You oh, 100%. are saying this is it. Mm. Um, so I kind of quite like it if, if they're giving me something to say that I can <laughs> kind of uh, increase their performance or, you know, enhance a performance somewhat yeah I, because I like yeah because i was just thinking of what you said a minute ago like actually like you've got it as a compo you've got a massive responsibility to either jeer mm. up the crowd because they need it to be like super extra and super rowdy or yeah do or it calm in a voice it down a bit or calm yeah. it down a bit like let's say like yeah. in um you know like comps are all kinds of things but yeah you're right like and it's such a it is a poll thing that like a lot of people like to tell their really heartfelt truthful stories like have you ever felt like someone's clearly given you a story that's actually like you've literally gone bloody hell that's a lot have have you ever been a bit, little bit yeah, nervous yeah. to explain someone's bio before? Um, not nervous, but I know that I'd need to deliver it in the right tone. So if somebody's right. just come on and done some like really jazzy, fun performance, and I've not to get now got to go out and talk about this is the story of the death of my you know yeah. something, um, and I know that the audience are going to be a little bit like g'd up. And yeah. I kind of think, all right, it's my job to, before I even start on this, I need to calm them down. So I think I'll go out and just be like, okay, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Maybe do a like little short sponsor bio or um, mm. talk to one of the judges so that it can kind of just let that energy disperse a little bit. Yeah. Before going straight into the, here's the sad the sad one or the other way around you know sometimes people are literally crying i mean i remember um, (laughs) vanessa bag at um pole theater did this absolutely beautiful performance and i was at the side of the stage and this rarely happens because i'm i'm a heartless cow um (laughs) but i was like weeping like like i well up quite a lot because you know some these performances is like so beautiful and i'm so close yeah, you're just there watching um, the whole shebang. Um, but like in, in this performance, I literally was like weeping, and I was like, I've, got, I've literally got to walk on stage now, and I was proper crying, and I was like, <laughs> so I tried to kind of, and I knew that a lot of the audience were as well. Um, 
so I was like, I need to kind of cleanse the palate before we move <laughs> on because that's only fair for the next person. So I sort of tried to talk to Chloe Anderson, who was a judge about spatchcock, because oh, you've got a spatchcock this week. But mostly <laughs> in that case, I was trying to kind of get my shit back together. <laughs> it's um, true, actually. You're like, everything's fine. Um, yeah, I don't mind. You want to be? Yeah, let's just do the next one. Then. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes like my 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 best friend Tasha, she performs quite a lot um competes quite a lot she was at uk ppc and she did pole theater she won pole theater actually but because she's my best friend so of course when i watch her perform i, I always just burst into tears so i kind of have to walk this balance of, of being part of because of where i'm sat at the stage which is a real privilege to, yeah to be there because you see everything you see the backstage you see the person sort of standing there you know doing the kind of jiggle that's the yeah. sort of I'm, oh, I'm I'm a right jiggler I am can't mm, sit still at all yeah the, the kind of I'm loose and I'm like warming up and stretching and and the nerves and then seeing them go on and obviously you're so close that you can you can hear the, the you know the breathing sometimes yeah. you can and you're getting it from a completely different perspective because you're from the side so it's like it is a view that not many people get to have it's true it actually is, you've got like the backstage lowdown in mm, like a whole different category haven't you really yeah and it is it's a real like every single competition i do genuinely sit there and think this is a real honor this is a real privilege Aww. because <laughs> nobody else sees this nobody gets this and it's you know it's wonderful and then i get given the results so i get to see all the results before mm you know anyone else does and then I have to make sure I get the results right um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly like one of the things I'm most scared of of our whole thing is like I mentioned it in a few of my podcasts before but like mm. I am dyslexic and I and I love that I'm dyslexic I find it hilarious I love laughing at myself it really mm. makes it makes me me so it's, it's what it is but I'm really like I'm scared that I'm going to have the bios, especially if someone's doing something super important where I just get that amazing fluff of words that happens to me all the time. And I just say the most stupid bio that it's got nothing to do. And then I ruin this person who is <laughs> on the side of stage being like, why, why, why? she's so, why, what language is she reading right now? That's, well, the, just, that's the one thing that's freaking me out more than I, anything, actually. <laughs> once I get started, I'm all right. I think when I am, um, it's a bit like a pancake. Like your first one's always a bit shit. So <laughs> the first bio I read, I'm a bit like, oh, blah, 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 calling over my words. Once I've got going, I'm like, oh yeah, you can you can give me a page of A4 and I will read that. Like, blah, 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 blah. okay, it gets better. I, I do like to make sure I get people's names right. Yes, that's very important. Cause, yeah, because you know you've got a lot of people with like different unique names or stage names, and mm. like I just want to make sure that I get everybody's pronunciation right. And but you know, you're backstage, they're stretching and, you know, to sort of get a message to them to be like, is it, uh, you know, is it Liza or is it Lisa? Um, yeah. It, so that that's always a bit tricky to make sure that you've got everybody's name right. And when I get the results, I literally am like, read the name. Yes. Read it again. Read it again. <laughs> yeah. Read <it> again. Because, <laughs> well, could you imagine if you said the wrong name as well? Like, no. I, I oh, would... shit, no! Oh, <laughs> God, you, you just want, you just want to just be eaten up by the stage, wouldn't you? You'd just be like, ah. Yeah. Just kidding, everybody. Yes. I could never show my face or my arse. <laughs> Is there, um, like, I'm just trying to think of that. Like, the times that I've been backstage and, like, I, generally speaking, I have two moods when I'm backstage. I'm mm. either sort of 
quite chatty and loose. Like I'm absolutely shit in my pants, but mm. I managed to sort of make the odd joke, try and be professional and kind of go on stage. The other version of me can't cope at all. Mm. I'm like, and I've gone to the other side of nervousness where I'm like, just don't look at me, talk to me, don't even smell me, don't even mm. like, don't even see me. Like, have you ever seen a competitor and you've just watched them and you're just like, I hope for, for the, for the, all of the pole fairies in the world that whatever you're doing right now is not what you're about to do on stage because like can you see if someone's freaking out and i'm i've i don't know if you do speak to people if if they're having a melt i try not to because um i mean most of the time i'm literally like i don't have a i mean when i did pole theater i don't think i had a wee for like 12 hours wait what Um, i i I only wee when i'm about to go on stage i know i just well, once I've got into one of those gowns, believe me. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I ain't even sitting down. <laughs> um, uh, so I try not to, and also because I'm literally just like notes in front of me. What's next? Are we on time? What yeah, do oh, fair to enough. Mention? Yeah. I'm always being sort of handed little bits of paper that are like, can you mention this? Can you do this? Mm. Um, I mean, I've got it quite, I've got, I have a little folder now. And I kind of make notes after each show and keep them for the next one. So I've kind of almost got um, standard things that I just take with me now because I'm like, oh, everybody, you know, we need to say something about like trigger warnings and we need to say something about... um, And then there's housekeeping, you know, I need to mention photographers and videographers and and anything that needs... So I've kind of got little things that, I'm, that are standard that I can do for every kind of comp that I take with me and just sort of tailor it. You're such a pro. Comp. Well, I mean, I literally, I'm doing London Pole Championships <gasps> next wow. week. I don't know when this is going out. It might have happened by the time it goes out. Um, and so I'll start preparing it probably about a week in advance just to make sure that I've got everything. And, yeah. And you want to make sure you're not, like, obviously in the light of the recent news regarding our majesty the queen um oh, God bless. the the funeral is actually the day after london pole championships and i, oh, really? I was i did get a little bit panicked because i thought if it's on the day like <gasps> i do not want to have to lead a pole audience in a two-minute silence in my oh pleasers my i mean it I seems like, very no. complex doesn't it i'm like where do we go with this i, I would feel so so inappropriate and so uncomfortable <laughs> to to mention this event and and have to you know mention it um but already you know there are people who um are doing performances that are like oh it's a queen theme or it's a really not the queen but you know like a warrior princess queen type theme and yeah and they're like oh god do i have to change my whole theme now no of course not it's kind of part (laughs) of my job to to in their bio say you know obviously these routines are put together months in advance yes. and in the, you know, the, the competitors no would like it known that yeah. this is not in any way disrespectful. It's, you know, it's just performance. Um, you've got so there's so, always yeah. things like that. You're, that you, you've you got have. such an important role as, as the, as the compo, the host, the presenter, however you want to call it actually. Cause I, I, I think I've always thought this, but then I've sort of realized now, like in this circumstance, wow, like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I, don't, I really don't want to say this is a pressure thing, but you, you have so much control of the situation in terms of you are the one that's yeah. going to well, like. The, the, you're the face cool of the event, really. You are. Oh my God, Which I'm scared. You're now. not, because, you know, I don't do any of the work. I'm not putting it together. <laughs> I'm not the one running around for weeks beforehand and making yeah. sure that, you know, everything's in place. Um, 
but you 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 are kind of if anything goes wrong not wrong you know mm. but wrong as in you know technical faults or yeah. whatever it is also your job to like so for example there was a competition where there was an issue with the pole mm-hmm. um so the competition kind of got held up for a certain amount of time, maybe 20 minutes something like that um oh, is it, was that recently because i feel like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah was it pole art maybe we had to take one down uh, to check it was good uh, or something right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but obviously like it's your role that you know people are watching this and they might have people who are competing and they're thinking <laughs> oh is that pole <laughs> all right is it okay <laughs> yeah is my exactly. daughter's life in danger <laughs> so you know you kind of have to um go out there and say uh there is an issue with the poles don't worry it's not a safety issue it's Mm -hmm. just not spinning properly we're not happy with how it's spinning and obviously Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that it's good for our competitors please bear with us we have got the people on best you know luckily we've got the best people here to sort it yeah right it's being sorted so it's kind of your job to make sure that that the people watching and the competitors are like okay it's in hand even if things aren't in hand you're like i don't know what i'm doing yeah, exactly you, <laughs> you have, have to, to kind of, like it's fine yeah you have to sort of be the the, the person that's going out there and saying we're, we're, this is what's happening i'm keeping you informed and don't worry but at the same time being like you know sparkly and funny and witty um so yeah you are like on <laughs> maximum energy for hours and in shoes which really hurt <laughs> i'm i'm literally planning my outfit you know because i i cannot 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 do a whole thing in pleases for the whole time i think maybe we will just purely for our own amusement we like, will because yeah. my feet we were bleeding at the end of no way yeah they were actually bleeding oh yeah. my lord well i keep saying though um <laughs> i swear one time i'm just gonna compare in like a dressing gown and slippers. I mean, it's, it's the first time for everything, and I'm I'm so down with that I'm being the first it. time. I'm going to make it happen. Honestly, I'm putting it out here right now. It's going to happen. I know. You know like there was, um, uh, I think Madonna in her in bed with Madonna documentary. I think she went to a film premiere once in just like a dressing gown with a hair and a towel. And I'm like, Legend. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. Shall we just have many things? Like this day is going to be a long day. Like, and I, yeah. I literally, I have no idea what I'm in for. Like, you know, what I mean, like you are going to have to hold my hand, and we are going to be doing all the coffees. That's but fine. That's I, good. I want costume changes because a, I, I have a beautiful pair of shoes that I'm going to wear because I love them. But I know, I know that I cannot wear them for the whole day. So there is at least one or two hours of the show that I'm going to be a barefoot, b wearing some cute <laughs> trainers. So that's happening, Big Zeta, and you're going to be two foot taller than me and it's going to be magical. And <laughs> at the same time, there's like four or five dresses that I have that I've had no reason to wear for a very, very long time. So I'm going to use this as an excuse just so I can wear all the fabulous clothing that I never get to use for anything. Absolutely. So that's one of the best things about comparing, you get to wear like a red carpet <laughs> gown or... Yeah, you can do that because you're like the contemporary queen. You can wear... You can come on in just like barefoot and some sort of beautiful. <laughs> like if I wore that, people would be like, "We do me." Surely it doesn't matter. I know that we have our like, <laughs> our like. I suppose we have the looks, right? We have the vibes that people think we have. But at the same time, like, does it does it really matter? Like, I look. Shall we swap? Oh my god! Right. Be so should swap. we swap? You have to come out in like just two straps of elastic. Oh hell yeah! I'm down. So down. And, and some pleasers. Absolutely. And I'll I'll come out all like. <laughs> Doing the Buggy. contemporary, yeah, PJ's wearing mate. those, yeah, yeah, <laughs> doing the contemporary jump. 
<laughs> you will love it. You'll absolutely love it. I'm, I mean, right now, as I'm doing this podcast, because I don't need to be all like fabulous, I'm literally wearing like my favorite sweatpants. I've got big fluffy socks on, really lazy. Like, I look like gap sleepwear. That's exactly what I look like. And even my dog is too tired to even give a crap about what I'm wearing. He's asleep next to me. He's I'm, like, I'm so pleased because I'm wearing <laughs> some trousers that Tasha bought me in India, no pants. Oh. Um, I'm wearing a bra top and um, a hoodie and I yes. like but th- this is the thing like you I either look like a bag lady or I'm on my way to the Oscars <laughs> most of the time the bag lady to be honest this is one of the reasons I like comparing because otherwise I have no reason to like get dressed at all it's very true isn't it it's just like yeah. i mean i, I as, as a contemporary dancer i'm currently in berlin right now and i can genuinely like if anyone's been to berlin like you know exactly what i'm talking about right now if you haven't you can do absolutely anything you want in, in berlin and absolutely no one cares at all it's one of the greatest places in the world to be yourself so i, I strongly recommend anyone just getting your ass to berlin anytime like I'd love to go to berlin Oh, it's it's wonderful. And I honestly think like if there was a city that epitomized what I feel like pole dancing sends out is like you can be on the train completely out of your face, like drunk at seven o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. And next to you will be someone that's like super professional. They're clearly going to work next to you. There'll be like a couple of artists that like look kind of hot, but scruffy. And then like this really wild makeup and no one at all judges you for it. And this is why I think that I always love pole dancing and pole dance competitions mm. because you can just rock up in the outfits that make you feel absolutely magical. I love this as well. I love pole dancers because we just look like <laughs> it's, it's kind of you're wearing like, you know, one leg warmer and um, a scarf and some sort of flowy thing. Yeah. We like that bit in like, um, if you watch Black Swan, the way they, they dress in Black Swan, you're kind of like dance world. Beautiful beautiful hobos. Oh, this is this is me when I was at university, like with my contemporary dance degree. Like I genuinely, especially like my third year when I was so exhausted, I would genuinely leave my pajamas on that I'd slept in and just go to school mm. in them. Like I'm yeah. not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I did that a few times when my kids were, were young and I did the school run a couple of times in <laughs> in my pyjamas not proper they weren't like you know checked pyjamas or anything but yeah, <laughs> in just what I'd slept in and I'd be like eh pole dancers get away with murder <laughs> like we really really do right I'm going to wrap this one up because we have an imag- a magical part two coming up but the one thing I want to ask you before we say goodbye which is a bit of a naughty one but I just want to ask <laughs> have you ever accidentally said something to a competitor before they go on stage and you just you just read the situation a bit wrong you either said something or didn't say something and you were like oh whoops have you ever done that <laughs> i don't think so because i tend not to oh thank god <laughs> I, I, I try to not get in their space before sometimes afterwards i'm like that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> um and they're often a bit like all right thanks Oh no! <laughs> well, no, I mean to be fair, you know what it's like when you come on stage and you're like blowing out your ass and you're like, <laughs> "Why are you? Why is this person going? That was amazing. Well done. What a beautiful execution." And you're just like, "I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Six months of my life is over. Thank yeah, God." But, but the compare liked it, so great. You know. Ah, you know what? I've always if you've been backstage or any compares backstage, like if I walk off the stage and no one's gone really well done, I actually get a bit annoyed and I'm sorry but that, that's probably just me just being a little bit performer and I'm maybe showing my true colours here but like I want to leave the stage and everyone be like oh yeah nice one and then I could just disappear you know what I mean I just kind of want to yeah. be like nice 
Yeah, because otherwise it's been five minutes in my head where I think I'm doing okay or I've done something really bad and I'm hoping that no one's seen it. But like, I well, love it when... Well, when we were... I there. watched you performing at um, Pole Theatre, obviously, and the whole... There was like me and like a stage manager and some pole cleaners and stuff. And everyone was just sort of like draped over these kind of like bars, just gazing like, well, fuck. And I sort of looked over and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think she's... Yeah. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anything this incredible in my life. Oh, um, <laughs> so well, I, I love it. I love, I love being surrounded by it. It's like, again, it's like, I guess it's probably why you like comparing and probably why I'm interested in, in at least joining that, that parade just because like it, I, I love the energy of people, you know, it's so yeah, fun. Yeah. It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> right, we will come back with part two, and we're going to talk about more, more about more about you and your things before you became the the hostess with the mostess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll be back next Sorry. time. Love you, bye bye. Bye. If you're loving what you've been hearing in the public showering podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com/sadasi. It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work. It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash sadasi. It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.